pot. Yeah, put that shit back. We eating good tonight. Motherfucker, I got a phone here. I know we ain't doing no pre-production, so this is going to be a very interesting episode. Uh, but yeah, welcome everybody back to another episode of the Ballheaded Brothers Podcast. This episode, episode is 33, 33, 33. All right, I'm the ball bro, Alex. That's the ball bro, Marcus. And what's good, my guy? What's going on with you, family? I'm chilling, man. How was your week? Uh, you know, my week was cool. Um, playing Jane, you know, week at work. Um... Trying to learn some new stuff, um, but you know, that's the the boring, I guess. Word. This, <laughs> this weekend, you know, it was just cool. I just laid back for real, for real, trying to find something to do without any football. Yeah, man. You know it's what I'm saying? That, here we are with that shit. Um, but you know, that's about it. Got some shit done around the house, for real, Word. for real. Um, hung out with y'all a little bit yesterday. Um, check out what the band had going on, you know what I'm saying? My my dog Coot over here, the professional uh, saxophone player. I see you. <laughs> Not quite yet, but we gonna we gonna make it there somewhere. You yeah, know, nah, you know what I'm saying. Shout Look out, out for the covers in like two months. I'm gonna have the covers on Instagram and YouTube. Okay, you, you know, know what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, man, what about you? Uh, you know, pretty pretty decent, interesting week I had. You know, uh, celebrated my anniversary this uh, Wednesday. About died on Thursday because I had a stomach virus or food poison or something like that i just know mm. i don't know what it was but i just know i ain't gonna be eating uh chicken king or mediterranean food for at least three years <laughs> yeah get off that chicken uh, that's, king, boy i don't but see this is the thing though like i only normally have that shit it was just like uh i was at work it was on the, the like i got an app called foods before work so they deliver food to my job yeah yeah and uh Chicken King was on there. I was like, oh, shit, let me see what popping with Chicken King. I ain't yeah. had Chicken King in like six years because, you know, I'm an adult and, you know, I know I don't need to be eating that shit, but yeah. fuck it. So I got that shit. Mm. Had me like a a burger wrap with like burger patties and shit in there. Mm-hmm. Knocked that shit down. Then I had this little chicken nero the next day. And then the next day I'm on like the toilet dying. So. Mm. Yeah, that was the end of my week. You know, I had two meals in three days, three, four days and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, about died. I'm still trying to recover, but. Glad to see you nursing your way back to health. You know, appreciate it. You know, if you ever dealt with a stomach virus or food poisoning, you know, you know how that shit goes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that, like you said, you know, had the uh, the practice on Saturday. You know, Sam uh, is the is the band that we, we created and shit, so. We plan on doing like shows by the end of the year, you know. Uh, we working on, working on kinks and getting shit recorded and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah. And then you know today, shot some makeup pics from a girl. Shout out to Tiana and her makeup artistry. If you need somebody to do your makeup, ladies or guys, if you're listening, uh, follow her on Instagram, Tiana Michelle Artistry. Uh, and yeah, uh, shameless plug. Uh, and uh, yeah. Now I'm here. Hit the gym up before this joint, you know. Got some bad news just today, so uh, it's take like eight seconds to remember my guy, Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah.
And yeah, rest in peace, Kobe, man. It's crazy way how you let how how you went, man. Sad day today, man. It's, 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 that shit gonna be felt across the world. Um, a lot of people don't know I'm a Lakers fan, uh, but I'm a Lakers fan now. But I grew up being like a LA Kobe fan, so like I was really a Kobe fan that because he played for the Lakers made me a Lakers fan. Um, he was like a role model growing up and shit, you know, because he's like he's had that whole killer mentality like I'm going to be the best at what I do so like that's growing up you know I ain't really like Jordan like that like I was you know I I knew who Jordan was but he wasn't like my he wasn't my NBA player or NBA all like superstar that I grew up with Kobe was that guy for me like how some people might have like like Timmy D or you might have like with new new kids that they have like LeBron and shit you know like I grew up in the era where you know you take the Take the two point shot and the on the court on the playground and everybody's yelling out Kobe and shit for the shots, you know. So, um, hit real hard when he died. You know that's, that that it still hurt. It still hurts right now, but um, you know as is life. Um, prayers out to the family because he also lost his daughter with that too. So like horrible way to go. Um, yeah, prayers to everybody, all the families all involved. The family members, you know, I man. think it was like that. Think reports now is like nine other people. Um. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think it was like a baseball coach and some other stuff as well. So yeah, man, crazy. like all families involved, man. <coughs> Rest in peace, you know. Um, I saw someone on Twitter talking about, uh, you know, I wish people would, you know, stop saying like putting all the sad stuff out because it affects them like emotionally. Because you know how people feel like they see sad shit, so they yeah. they become sad and shit like that. And I was like, man, you know, if you don't want to see that, you probably don't even want to turn your TV on for the next, or listen to the radio or anything for the next three, four days. Yeah. Because I can guarantee you that's what's going to be running on every news cycle for a while, at least until they, because you know, they got to figure out what happened. It's going to be the funeral. It's going to be all that shit that's going to go over. And then, you know, they said, like, they were there was no survivors, like, you know, when something, like a helicopter crash, like, shit burn up and all that shit. So, you know, you don't even really get bodies and shit like that, so... Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like, like you said, like I imagine, like his wife and stuff. Like she, she probably yeah, can't even turn on any type of anything, bro. You know what I'm saying that's you lose your husband and your daughter, bro. That's, that's just what I'm saying. That's just crazy, man. So, rest in peace to them. Um, yeah, man. We said prayers to the families. Right. And uh, yeah. So since we're here, man, let's just let's keep it with sports. You know, uh, Pro Bowl this weekend. You watch it. No, nah, man, I didn't see too much of the Pro Bowl. I think I might have saw, like, five plays. I don't like, man, that the Pro Bowl, I've been off through. I don't think I've watched the Pro Bowl in umpteen years, bro. You know what Word. I'm saying? Like, it's been a minute, to be honest. You, are you – you watched the Pro Bowl? Uh, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl since uh, they switched it to before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, I feel like same for me. To be yeah, because it's kind of it's kind of weird now with it being before the Super Bowl because I'm not used to it, and it's like you don't get to see the people that are in the Super Bowl who are the who also made the Pro Bowl like play because that's I mean they shouldn't even be on the the ballot for the Pro Bowl if they're not. I mean you know how they do that shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but you know my man Lamar evidently went off. Uh, he got named MVP of the Pro Bowl. Pro Bowl. So shout outs to him. <laughs> Uh, you know how that go all day, um, and hopefully he gets named the NFL MVP. You big know, big trust, huh? That's oh, yeah, big trust great, all day. Right? Yeah, 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 big trust all day. You know, um, and Lamar we trust, 
Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, uh, so uh, like I said, hopefully they make sure they make it right and make him MVP because you know that's who. I mean, I don't see anybody else that should get MVP for the regular season, Super Bowl MVP, playoff MVP, totally different thing. But for the season, regular season, I think you know they need to go ahead and give it to my man's and let that shit rock out. Um, but yeah, that's it on football. But earlier this week, man, since we did talk about basketball and Kobe is basketball. Did you see the uh, videos of the KU K State brawl? I did see that. I did see that. That's, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Was it, so now. What I saw was people comparing it to, uh, like the malice at the palace, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, now y'all reaching. It wasn't that bad, because I think the malice of the palace was like. For those who don't know what it is, Google it. It's back when it was Detroit in Indiana. I think it was like late '90s, maybe early 2000s. I don't know what. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know what year that fuck was. Fuck it was, you know. What I mean, but <laughs> that was like the one of the stains, quote unquote, of the NBA, and that was like a big ass brawl. And then you know, yeah, it was like you know Ron Artest and some fans, but like was the K State thing? There wasn't any fans involved in the actual fighting, was it? Like, I feel uh, like that's the, the main thing about the Malice in the Palace was... Right. You know, it went it from some, them being on the court to Ron Artest jumping the stands after he get the beer thrown on him and, yeah, you know, yeah, decking yeah. the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> that was... I so, mean, just rumbling with the, with the people at the game, you know what I'm saying? But, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, but, so, like, I saw the video and I was like, man, it's warranted. Because the way it happened... Like, I mean, I seen it from... Many different angles, you know, all, like the crazy thing, you know, whatever goes down, you know, we don't know why they was fighting, but you know, that, that shit no, happens. We do. I we think do. the, I think we do. I, I could say we do. Okay. Cause like when you watch the play before the fight, they're already in, at the end of the game, or whatever. So like, uh, K State gets a steal. Your man's goes up to, uh, go for the lay. And one of the defenders from KU comes in. Um, and swatch that shit. But after he swats that shit, he comes and steps over him and stares him down. We'll see. Okay. So then K State comes and kicks and pushes Buddy into the stand, into the the people behind him, and then you know that's how the brawl started. Yeah, but it was yeah. end of the game. Niggas was like, and they feelings, because you know they was getting thrashed. K State was getting waxed. Like they lost that game. I want to say it was about like 15, 20 points or some shit. It was double digits. So. Look, all I know is when at the end of the game, right? Yeah. If you're up by, you know, a substantial amount, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you know, in baseball they have all these unwritten rules. You know, one of the, I would think, unwritten rule of like basketball, you know, it's like disrespectful. Like if you're up by a lot to go for like, you know, extra points, right? Right. So when I was watching the game, I mean, when I was watching the clips because I was wasn't watching the game. I thought it was the team that was up. Right. That was putting up the layup. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, okay. Nah, hell nah. You know, we're yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, not yeah, doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. But then I was like, oh, nah, nah, nah. This is a team that's getting whooped, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so it was like, my man, he still was like, nah, hell nah. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no, we're not playing yeah. 2K, bro. You're not getting no little extra right? points. Nigga, y'all lost. Exactly. We're going to keep but, this stat line the same. Right. He, he was like, because it looked like a clean block. It was. Oh, nah. He swatted the fuck out <laughs> that shit, bro. You know? So. My man's on the ground, you know he gets he gets the, the uh, Iverson and Tyrone Lute step over, <laughs> and and my, and my man's flexed on him. Yeah, yeah. So now y'all mad? Yeah. 
But you what, know, what, it, nah, 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 nah. Where, where was this aggression at? When y'all was playing, when, y'all, when we was playing, playing <laughs> in the, the first game, half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I first, wish I was watching the game because, like, yeah. But anyways, so you know, I don't think it's warranted. My man's get flexed on. Okay, yeah. so cool. Not, 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 not. Now niggas is scrapping. Yeah. My man's was throwing some blow. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know of anything connected. I seen my man's was. <laughs> he really, he was throwing. But then, but then when Buddy hey, yo, took that chair up, I yeah, was like, man oh, took nah. the chair up. That yo. shit was lit. Hey, so when but that okay, happened. It did look like he put the chair down himself, like, because it was like, the joint just disappeared out of his hand. I think somebody snatched it from him. I don't know. I, I never could I, see. I, I it looked, see. Like, it yeah, looked yeah. like he just let it go. It was so much going on. I, I'm just like, <laughs> For me to analyze bro, everything, but. Why you pick that chair up, Oh, dog? he was about to have a nigga <laughs> moment. You seen the, you remember the boondocks where, um, <laughs> I forget what episode. I think it probably would have been, I think it was a nigga moment episode, uh, but. I think they referenced like one of the hip hop awards where niggas be on the stage and threw a chair. I think, and that was like, I think it was like a 50 Cent one where I think 50 Cent was doing Summer Jam and he threw a chair at somebody, like a fan, and or it might have been Ja Rule, one of the two. I don't know. <laughs> he threw it at somebody in, this, in the crowd and shit. And then it was a big ass fight between G Unit and, you know, mm-hmm. the niggas in the crowd and all that shit. Um, but, uh, or it might have been somebody, it might have been Source Awards. I don't know. Fuck yeah. it. But anyway. It looked like he was about to start a nigga moment. And then it would have been like a crazy ass brawl. But whoever stopped it or however that shit stopped was what so, was needed. You know, so we take it back to like, you know, the football season when Miles mm-hmm. Garrett, you know, he snatched Buddy Helmet off his head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. He, he just, he, he, he forgot where he was at. I feel like my man's, he picked the chair up. I feel like he forgot where he was at, picked the chair up, realized it, and was like, oh, no, wait. No, 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 we cool. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. You said, nah, nah, we cool. I'm, I'm not doing this one. I'm not doing this nah, one. Nah, because, like, that shit happened to me one time in, the, um, you know, in, like, a work league game. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like. Oh, hold on. It was, like, a hard foul, set, you know what I'm saying? Nah, set, nah, set, you know what I'm saying? Nope. <laughs> said what? I said set the stage. Let's, let's nah, get this nah, one. We, nah, we not setting no stage, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All I'm saying is, you know, we we was hooping. It was a mm-hmm. hard foul. I low key forgot where I was at, and then I was like, "Nah, wait, <laughs> this is the work league." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I still gotta see these niggas on you know Monday. What I'm <laughs> Tomorrow morning, I'm gonna see I'm see uh, Steve at the office. Like Steve, come on, man. So we cool. <laughs> Are we good? <laughs> I mean, that was a hard foul, bro. So, I mean, so what's, you know what's my man's. You my man's. He he forgot where he was at. Yeah. I think when he when he threw them when when he let them things fly he was like okay that thing that was his, his moment where he he snapped out of reality yeah picked the chair up put it behind his back then he came back into reality then let the chair go yeah I wonder who got suspended for that man because I saw like bench players getting into it because I mean I figured like I, I, I seen a man it was a dude fighting that looked like he was in like a suit yeah like a yeah. suit or like he had on like. You know, some some slacks in the polo or something. I was like, right. this man ain't even hooping. He's not even yeah, playing ball. Like, so that's, first, that's that's the one you want to have to go out there for. Right. Real, for real. I was like, yo, that's, that's the one you want throwing bows. The one that's gonna ride the bench the rest of the week, rest of the year. You know, if I see that, I'm like, yo, you an enforcer, ain't you? Go ahead. You know, I had how they used to do like have NBA players back in the day that will only come in the hard foul. You know what I mean? That that you get you your six fouls that you need to make let the other team know. Shit ain't all sweet over here. We got somebody to knock your shit out. And, you know, they came off the bench like, well, I ain't going to play the rest of the year anyway. March Madness right around the corner. I ain't got no playing time. Let me go ahead and come through and give me a couple bows off. Give me some action. So, that, you know, when I go back to the dorm, they'd be like, yeah, I see you throw bows. Ooh, 
<laughs> yeah, you throw. What do you say on uh, drumline? Yeah, I see you throwing bows. You, you have my back, dog. <laughs> it's like, man, shit. I was throwing bows for A and T. <laughs> my man was throwing bows for K State. Man, I ain't had your back because I wasn't right. playing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what time it is? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, nah, that you was know, in 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 basketball. We also saw the debut of uh, Zion. Yeah. Um. Shout out to my Spurs for. Uh, you know, <laughs> raining on his little 17 points in a quarter parade. It was cool. Yeah, 22 that game. That was nice. But you know what I'm saying? Nice game it was back. Cool. It was a nice game back to see Zion. I think it was dope that, uh, you know, he was like four for four for from uh, three. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> he was like, okay. To me, I was like, oh. You know my man been working. That's the cool. The ugliest fucking shot, though. And, like, he got he gets probably three inches off the ground for a jump shot, but he can jump out the gym when he's dunking. And that's so crazy to me, but, you know, whatever. If that's how you set your shot up in three and you can make it, you know, make it. But that shit went like a fucking V-line. That shot had absolutely no arc, but it went straight through the hoop, and you can't be mad at results. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, shout out to Zion, you know. Uh, keep doing your thing, young man, if you're listening. It won me a couple dollars on that game, too. Okay. You bet against the team? No, hell no. Oh, I, I, bet, I bet on my team. Oh, I was about to say, shit. No, Let me find the fuck out, yo. No. Um, you saw... And I hate to bring it up, but you saw the uh, Delonte West video? Yeah, I've seen that. That shit's sad, man. That shit is crazy. Uh, I saw a lot of people talking about the NBA that shit help him and, like, all this shit. And I saw a, a few different uh, perspectives on this one. I just want to know which one you would want to rock with or what's your perspective on this. But, yeah, let's, let's start with that. What's your perspective on that, on the Delonte West situation? Not necessarily the video, but the situation of him – that he's in right now. I mean, I think that's sad. I think it's sad for anybody. I mean, like that, but that you know, that just goes to show you that it can happen to anybody. Um, mm. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm not too in tune with the situation. Like, is he mm-hmm. on? You know, do you know if he's like on drugs or is it just that he's just like? I'm saying. I feel like obviously he might. Uh, I guess be like homeless or something. He doesn't yeah, have he, any he's money homeless. He's definitely homeless. Um, you know that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? If you don't manage, you know your situations correctly. You know what I'm saying? That is an unfortunate reality. Yeah. Um, so and it, when you can see it happen to, you know, somebody who played professional, a, a professional athlete. Right. Um. So, um. But I think I do agree with like you know somebody should reach out and um at least try to get him some help. Um. Mm. You know, whether it be the NBA or potentially, like, you know, the Cavaliers. I think that was his, like, main team, right? They mm-hmm, played from, mm-hmm. um, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Um, yeah, it was it was in Cleveland. You know, I feel like I, I don't – I wouldn't LA, say that it's necessarily, like, their responsibility. Um, but I feel like it would be definitely a good thing to do. Um, Let's see. Uh, yeah, I, I would I would, I would agree with you on that one. I think Cleveland, as an organization, should be doing something for him. But at the same time, it's reported that he's like a mentally ill person. And when you're dealing with people like that, uh, that change can only happen like when they want to make that change happen, unfortunately. And uh, they say he's doing like drugs and all that shit too, man. Like he looked like he was bad off. So he did. Um, but yeah, like you got some people's man. Uh, you got like some people saying. Um, that uh, it's like he's just one of the 
he's like a, a uh, example of the bigger problem of the way we deal with mental health in society. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also people saying that I mean, well, he made all that money. Why are we? Why do we even care this much about him as opposed to all these other people that are out there? You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I kind of agree with him. It's like I mean, you know, he's he he's he was a millionaire. He made like I think like 12 million was one of his contracts. Uh, 12, 13, 14 million, something like that. Over the course of however many years that he played ball, and throughout that time, you know whatever he did with his money, he did with his money. You know, ain't no telling. I don't know because, you know, he ain't write no book and nobody wrote a book about him. And evidently, uh, nobody cared about it to write a book about it. But to me, it's like it raises the question of is, like, sports just uh, like a sweatshop, mm-hmm. like a very expensive sweatshop where you got your owners in the organization and league "Quote unquote league makes billions and billions off of your players, and then at the same time they have a draft every year for every sport, <laughs> which means that all players are replaceable because there's always a pool of people that you could bring in and replace you, and then send you on your way as like just for entertainment purposes. So like it's it's a very crazy slippery slope, like with that. And, I mean you could just look at like Antonio Brown for the same example." Because even A.B. still, he's, like, we talked about him for the past couple of episodes, and he's on some other shit now, too, you know, um, getting uh, locked, well, not locked up necessarily, arrested or having a warrant out for him for that attempted assault, or assault, I think it's assault, on that moving driver. And they got him and his manager for that. And I was like, damn. And then I seen the video of him leaving, like, the court, uh, his court appearance and shit, and he's running down the stairs to run away from the court building and to run away from paparazzi and shit like that. And I was just like, damn, we have a very uncanny way of dealing with mental health. Man, listen, I've said it before, like, you know, Vontez Burford killed A.B., you know. Um, you know, I remember watching the game you know, I remember that hit. Yeah. That that, you know, just it changed that man, bro. Like I've seen, I was just reading something else about that. Um, I believe it was like some, you know, like sportscaster or some sports writer or whatever. Um, they they said they had the same, you know, thought <laughs> around that time. That that time, uh, I think it was in the playoffs or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh. The Steelers and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he killed that man, bro. Yeah, he did. So, I think, no, I think. Um, and that was a while ago. That was, like, what, four years ago? Yeah, I'm not sure how long ago it was. Like, no, nah, that, nah, that was even when, longer than that because that was back when it was Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell and all that. Yeah, that was the Killer Bees, bro. That's when, yeah. you know, when A.B. was at the top, you know. Yeah. Um, But um, <clears throat> I did see some of the – um. He was like not sentencing or whatever, but some of the things that they said he had to do. One of one of it was, you know, uh, the mental health eval. Yeah, the mental health eval. Yeah. Um, you know, we just saw, you know, like last week we were talking about Aaron Hernandez doc and stuff, and you know they were talk they talked about CT and that, and you know how you were saying it's sad that that's something that we can't even really can't diagnose it until, it you, until you know after yeah you know, until you, you pass. Get the brain. Yeah. Um, but I do, I think it's. I feel like that's like the best thing for AB now is to you know get some help, 
and you know, so hopefully we can see some change in that situation. Yeah, something, man, because it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a very interesting ride with him, man. Um, but you know, once again, at the end of the day, well, nah, they could probably force him into something if he doesn't come back like mentally stable or whatever. Yeah. Um, and as a way to get through it, that's probably what they're gonna make him do to get over the charges or whatever, make him pay the fine or pay whatever he's gonna, they're going to sue him for because you know they're going to sue him for something just because, you know, he got money and shit. But I was wondering, because, like, in one of the videos I saw, you see, like, the paparazzi following him behind, like, the police station and shit or b- behind the courthouse where all the cop cars and shit are. And because, you know, they're high-profile people, they go around the back way to get to their cars where a regular person like you and me, we just walk out the front door. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I'm thinking... Have, have we so let me ask you this do you think we've gotten to a point where we need to like start setting laws and rules for how you uh how paparazzi operates or if even if like we should allow paparazzi anymore because honestly i don't even see a point in paparazzi i do i feel like they need some type of like regulations around that shit um because you mean like not just paparazzi just people dealing with people in general yeah, you know I'm saying just like when a, a couple years ago or whatever, I can't remember when it was when like Conor McGregor like snatched Buddy's phone and like broke it and shit. You know, yeah, some, somebody just like taking pictures of you, like like stop fucking with me, or like you know, you know we you know the baby just yeah the baby just a, kicked nigga on a ass. beat up spree in the in the last couple of weeks over that same type of shit. Right, you know what I'm saying like um, sneaking pictures of him and his daughter, you know shit like that. Like come on, yo. Um, so, so what do you so so then like so then like uh what how do you feel about the people that say it comes with the territory? Because to me, I think that's bullshit personally. Um, like you, you you can't just say oh it comes with the territory because you're famous, so I deserve access to your life. Right. Excuse me. Like because uh, pe- they're people too. At the end of the day, like uh, have we become so entitled as? fans quote unquote and i don't even think it's really people that's fans anymore to be honest with you it's just people that's trying to get like that 15 seconds of fan or that's 15 seconds of fame off of like an instagram vid or be the first one to post and shit like the idea of being first to have it or whatever to say oh yeah he's with me i was the guy that saw him first and you know oh i just i I shot the video it was me i did it i want the fame for 15 seconds because at the end of the day, fame is fleeting. I always say, and like, uh, I spoke to Tiana about the shit too. She was like, uh, "Give me the riches, you can keep the fame." Right. You know what I mean? Like, I if 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 it requires me to have to have someone be able to come up to me whenever, wherever I am, whether it be out with my wife and kids, with my kids at my kids' basketball game. When I'm out to eat the dinner and shit, like I remember when Nipsey snaps snatched dude's phone when they had came up to uh had went into Nipsey had went to a dude's car to take their phone to take a picture of the paparazzi that was taking pictures of him, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, you don't come up to a real nigga and do no shit like that," and I'm like, "He has a point, you know." I mean, at the same time, you can still like see him, you know. And legally, they can say, oh, yeah, he went in and took the phone from the car and shit. But uh, at this point in time, it's like we, we, we're so stagnant on what's right by law that we haven't even changed the basic shit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. niggas are still running off of laws that's been in the books for over 200 years. And 
uh, I was watching like Dame Dash's interview on the Breakfast Club, and he was like, "Yo, uh, it makes no sense that we're running off of a 150 year old loss, and the technology is probably 200 years more advanced than when the laws were written. Mm-hmm. But probably like 500 more years advanced because we've like made a steady increase with technology and shit. The way shit's come, and the availability that like, everybody has a phone, and they, like a camera, and a video cord- recorder in their pocket." Right. So niggas just got access to your shit. So like they need to rewrite laws that uh, are updated to the times and shit. So that was that little random. So if you haven't seen it, I don't know if you've seen Dame Dash's interview, but if you haven't seen it, man, you know, um, check it out. It's on the Breakfast Club and shit. Uh, I think he always drops, you know, uh, the jewels, as people like to call it, um, on business and shit like that. Like, so, yeah. But you know, let's get some fuck shit. You know, like I feel, I feel like sad and shit. So, I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the fuck shit. Uh, the good morning text, the good morning beautiful text. Mm-hmm. How often do you send that? Cause, let me just say, when I was a single lad back in my day, the good morning beautiful was like a staple in the arsenal of text messages that I'd send out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this is a long time ago before I got in my relationship, you know, so. Oh, wait, so you don't text your girl good morning, beautiful? No, I rolled over and said it to her in the morning. <laughs> like, I don't have to text her. Like, it's, it's, I say like to her. Like, never day. randomly throughout the day? Yeah. I don't say good morning, beautiful, throughout Why not? the day. It could be Because it could be 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I'm going to say good morning, beautiful. <laughs> I can't even say good morning. Uh, but <laughs> nah, <let me> stop. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, so like I saw uh, I was on Twitter perusing and scrolling like I normally do um, and saw that, you know, uh, it was one post that a chick wrote and said, you know, the good morning. What you what you what are you what you doing? Text those shit need to be like retired. And I was thinking like. You right. So what's the new go? What should be the new go to? Like you can't do the good morning, beautiful. So what can I replace it with? And then I started thinking. I'm like, man, niggas is lazy as fuck. <laughs> niggas be lazy as shit, bro. Cause you like, can think of shit. No, I can think of shit. Nah, it's not hard to think of something else. You so know what, what would I mean? you say? Um, instead of good morning, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the time of day in which I'm sending these text messages. In the morning, uh, yeah, but you know, like it, whether it be like the the seven a.m. text where you know you want to catch her right when she wakes up, versus the eleven a.m. text where she's going through her day, it'd be different. You know what I mean? Um, but you know that seven a.m. text is like, uh, I hope you slept well. Uh, had a dream last night and you were in it, and yeah. uh, <laughs> hope you have a great day. Uh, text me when you're uh, ready and available. Get in your bag, cool. You know, um, text me when you're available. <laughs> yeah, you or ready. But I'm saying, but it's shit like that, and then you know, uh, I think that the good morning, beautiful text could be replaced. But then I also saw that you know that's why I want to get a chick here, and like ask her like not my chick, but ask another chick. <laughs> like, like, does the good morning text still work for them? But you're a single man. Does a good morning text work for you? Like the good morning, beautiful text. Like. If I send that, does it work? Yeah, does it like get the conversation started, or do you get like the, the closed door like response like two hours later, like "Good morning, hey, sorry, I've been busy." Man, look, man, I don't be texting people "Good morning, beautiful." To be honest, you know what I'm saying? Um, like I, I heard, might. 
Y'all heard that? That was, that was a cool voice he just put on. Huh? I said that was a cool voice he just put on. He was like, nah, <laughs> you bugging up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, that's not really in my like arsenal of text. Um, to be honest, I might just be like good morning or something like that, or great morning. Oh, you know, I say I, sw- I switch. He said, "Shit, I'm gonna give you a five letter word." Morning, Fuck that, you know. We got, got the source over here, but I know how to use words. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get all ti with, <laughs> with the with the good morning Texas. You know what I'm saying? Texas, exactly. See what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but I don't know. So when you wait, when you roll over, you know what I'm saying? Do you hit 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 your queen? With I'm gonna be honest, dog. When I roll morning. over, she already up. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, she yeah. wake up before I do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my breath probably still smell like ass, so I need to be trying to have no conversation. Like ass, there. you say? Yeah. I'm not saying I was eating ass the night before. I'm just saying you know the morning <laughs> breath and shit. Come on, bro. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> That's not what I'm no, trying no. to say. Nah, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, um, yeah. That's it. that's 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 that on that. So yeah, guys, you know, expand your arsenal for the for the women. They'll they'll appreciate it more. Um or were they? I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, like, this is why I think when you're dealing with when you're a single guy dealing with single women, like, you know, guys when they're single aren't always talking to one chick. Let's just be honest, let's just keep it above fifty. We ain't always talking to one chick. So, it's, at the same time, I don't think women are always talking to one guy. Like, it's probably, at one time, I would think, like, five or six guys sending a woman a DM or a text message in the morning trying to get it in their pants and shit. So, you got to make, you got to be the dude that stands out. So, if she getting 20, if she getting five good morning beautifuls, you can't be the sixth one. You got to be the sixth one with a different one. You know what I mean? Make yourself extraordinary. Yes, cause so my homeboy, yo, he used to have his joint programmed in his phone. Like he had, he could like program his text messages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would put, you know, what I'm saying his multiple um, females in which he was talking to. You know, he put them on a schedule. That way, he wouldn't forget it. <laughs> you know <what> I'm saying? <laughs> yo, and so like. <laughs> is 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 that wrong? I would like I some somebody say so. that is wrong because it doesn't it takes away from the f- the expected emotion that's supposed to come with it. Mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to, I guess, expect that they're going to like you mean it when you say it. And I think guys really do mean it, but the level of how they receive it versus how we mean it don't necessarily match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they hold that. Oh, he's thinking about me not realizing that, you know, he's also thinking about the other four chicks that he texted to. I mean, how would they know? They wouldn't. They they wouldn't. At the end of the, they probably wouldn't at the end of the day. Uh, but, you know, that's why we don't say names on here. So, you know, he can continue doing what he do. So, so if you're scheduling your text messages, keep on. Nah, I mean, because... I used to do some crazy toxic shit, yo. Let's let's be. I'm gonna keep it keep it funky, man. Like, I call myself like finding going online, finding poems and shit, copying the poems and shit, and sending them in there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then copying the same poem and sending them to different chicks. I'm a reform man now. Just don't think I do that same shit nowadays. But 
You know, like that was back in my like toying with emotion days and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, and it was an easy. I, I hate to say it, it's like an easy way. I think women don't quite understand how easy it is for them to get tricked. Sheesh. Oh, I'm potting today. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I, like I think I think they don't quite understand that. As guys, we know what to say to, like, hit those, press those buttons in the courting phase because it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with women, they don't quite know what guys want because they just think we want sex. And then maybe the relationship might form after that. But if you're in that quote-unquote talking stage or dating stage or whatever you want to call it, as a guy, we're just doing everything we know that we have to do in order to secure our spot with you. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, not necessarily to, to fuck you, but to secure that spot just in case we might be able to fuck you, just in case we might be able to want to be in a relationship with you. I'm giving out free game. Check out the podcast. I'm, you saying, know? Yo, <laughs> I'm giving out free game. But at the end of the day, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? Like, we just know what to say to get with you. And then from whatever our intentions are after that determines how we might continue our conversations moving forward or whatever. But I just think that women don't realize that shit. Um, But we do. Mm -hmm. That's why the Good Morning Beautiful shit works. That's why the What You Doing shit worked for a long time. Like, they they ain't really catch on to that shit till now. And it's like, <laughs> till now. you know what I mean? Like, it ain't till now. So it was like that what you're doing shit gets old. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that. So you used feel to, like the what you're doing got ran into the hole. Yeah, you know, basically. It's, yeah. That's, that's in a that's in a back in the day type of shit. What you yeah. Mm-hmm. Like what you're doing all day type shit. Like what you're doing at, t- at 10 p.m. ain't going to change. Oh, at 10 a.m. versus and 1 p.m. If she got a job, what you're doing is going to be the same answer. Be same <laughs> you feel me? Like she's going to be at work. Unless she in college, where you know she might be somewhere else. Doing some you know other what I mean? shit. Yeah, <laughs> but continuously, what you're doing all the time and shit—that shit has just ran its course. So yeah, guys, you know, step your shit up. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, get a, read a book. Hey man, a word from Coop. You know, I gotta get the soundboard and record that shit. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna have some drops in this bitch. But uh, yeah, so it was that. Um, Let's take a step back from this shit. This past weekend, uh, we also saw the, um, you see the Rock Nation brunch happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. Shout out to Hove for wearing mauve and telling mauve. niggas it's not pink. It's not pink. And he's marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, you still got a Hove. Hell yeah. Like I said, it's not, it's not pink, bro. <laughs> it's mauve. I said, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ho, let these niggas know. I don't wear pink. I wear mauve. I got class. <laughs> um, so how you feel about the Rock Nation brunch, man? Like, the whole idea of it. I mean, I think it's cool. Yeah? I mean, shout out to them, you know, um, getting together and, you know, just black excellence, you know? So that's why I look at it as. Yeah. Um, and then... You know, I think it's cool how it's, you know, you get to see something publicized or something, like, made big, you know, to a certain degree, you know, of, of something positive um, as opposed to something negative. Um, right. 
So yeah, like you said, shout out to Hove. Yeah, it's crazy to me that he's able to pull off the Rock Nation brunch, and it still garner all the press that it garners after all the shit that he off the, after all the flack he got for the NFL deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate this is like one of the times where I appreciate like fans not really being serious about some topics and letting shit like fly and shit, and then saying, "Okay, it happened for a moment. It's in their brain and out their brain for a second. And now it's, we're going to celebrate Hope because he wore him off and <laughs> had a whole bunch of billionaires and shit at his house or wherever he had that shit." But uh, yeah, I think it's really like you said. I think it's dope, like that black excellence shit, man. You know, all that money, and I'm not saying it about just about money, but all the money and all that talent just in one whole spot, uh, and it's just like a whole bunch of black people, you know, like yeah. like you said, like we don't we don't really have uh that high level of insight. Um, on their lives, like we get the paparazzi version, so it's always a scandal. It's always, you know, oh X Y Z is cheating on his wife with X Y Z, or somebody got you know caught up in a fight. Even though Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj got caught up in a fight, same weekend. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Did you look into that? The Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj joint. Yeah, I no. saw. I I just saw it on on Twitter. I didn't really like. Dive into it though. I ain't dive into it. I did watch the video. I thought it was. I think it's. I'm like, man, this is about as deep as I thought about it. Mm. Meek Mill still want to fuck Nicki Minaj. I think Nicki Minaj and Meek Mill had some real shit going on where they. I think they almost was gonna get married, and uh, now Meek doing what you know niggas do, and that's, oh your man's ain't like me. Your new man's ain't like me. That nigga ain't shit to me. He, he just be talking that talk shit, and I'm Meek Mill. <laughs> like, you you should still have me type shit. And, you know, niggas trying to get it popping in the Gucci store. And I was like, yo. Is that where it was at? I don't know. For my story, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where it was, oh, honestly. Like I, didn't, like I said, I didn't like, look that deep into it. But yeah. I'm looking at it like, for one, you know Nicki got mouth. So you can't really, like... If you if you try and pop off with your history that you got with her, then yeah, you know she gonna pop off back at you, and then you gonna pop off with her while she with her man and shit, or pop off on her man and shit. Ah man, come on, like you gotta let that shit go. Am I right or wrong? Like what you think? Like you think like you, you, when you just let the shit go or? You fight hey what what you want. Even I'm all for somebody trying to get their girl back. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if that's the case here. So I can't really side with it. Um, but see, like, but, so you know I got to think it got to be something like that, though. Say so what? I said, I feel like it has to be something like that. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, you're right, right. I, I do believe so. So certain shits, you know, is, um, you know, a little uncalled for. Because, like, that's, uh, are they married? Nick Minaj and Buddy? I th- they might have had one of those little secret weddings. I don't know. I think they were engaged though. So yeah, I, I can't remember. You know, so I don't know if the wedding happened or not. But you know, what I'm saying it is disrespectful. Perhaps you know, if if it was on some disrespectful shit, then it, it sounds like it was handled accordingly. You know, I don't know. It's just like what, what we talk about every other week. You know, at a certain time when you just don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta be ready to deal with the consequences. Yeah. So, and I think the people involved in the situation. 
I feel like they're on that type of understanding of, you know, they know what time it is. <laughs> so here we are. Yeah, but I'm like, man, make you gotta relax, bro. You gotta relax. You gotta though. relax, dog. You got way too much money. You know, everybody looking at you. You just beat your shit. You now are you can you, you not necessarily like changing the culture and shit, but like they always say, you can't take the nigga. Out, you can take the nigga out the hood, but you can't take the hood out of nigga. And I understand that, but you can still. Show some couth about like you got money in your pocket, some bro. Couth. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, like I said, you know, I've been reading the source and shit. I hear you, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> the source and dictionary. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but <laughs> nice word. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I guess you guys you act like you've been somewhere. You know what I mean? Like as a normal, as a regular person, we yeah. act like we've been somewhere. I, I guess when you get some kind of money, you feel like you, not necessarily untouchable, but you can just do what the fuck you want. You just and lose, lose a track of yeah reality forever. Reality, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I like I said, I didn't dive too deep into that shit because you know I ain't really, I don't really care too much about their relationship. I just think like dudes that think that it's cool to approach your ex while she's with a dude or That's her man. Corny, you know what I'm saying? Like you know you you, you gotta accept the L. That the shit's over with. I understand you love, you had love, but the love not necessarily is lost. But it ain't. It's a time and place for everything. Dirty Mac, you know. <laughs> some dirty Mac. <laughs> dirty Mac and send a text message like how how they did with Safari or some shit. I don't just fucking know. Do that shit or something, man. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know how I got that. I don't know how we got there, but um, shit. There wasn't any good music that came out, so I don't know about talking about music. Meg dropped her track. Who? Meg. She dropped her track. That, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I want to be a... When he was playing it. Yeah, that, the B-I-T-C-H. Uh, it's the name of the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, you fuck with it? Yeah, man. I, 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 I typically fuck with uh with Meg. Um, he was talking about that earlier. I just like, you know, you could hear her influence. Um you can really hear like where she's from, uh, in her sound. In my opinion, she always has like, you know, like fire production, um, and her flow and shit. You know, just the way she like rides the beats and shit. Um, you know, it's not really like I don't really like. There's nothing that I really randomly play in terms of music, but like when I hear it, you know, I I, I typically fuck with Meg. So. Yeah. So that song was dope. Um, some people might not like it, but I feel like. What she's doing is kind of what, like, it's a mix of the old school female rapper mixed with the new school niggas not giving a fuck type shit. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, a lot of, I guess, women empowerment in her shit. Uh, but, you know, I use that to do my horrible segue into the Grammy talk that I wanted to have and figure out why we even care about the Grammys anymore. But uh, before we talk about why we even care about the Grammys, I want to shout out to the baby, Charlotte Song, for being nominated a few times. Don't know if he's going to win. But, you know, I well, guess. Shout out to the baby for sure. You know, to be nominated, you know, after a fire year that he had in hip hop. where and it's outside like, of hip hop. Well, yeah, and outside of hip hop. But, I mean, specifically in hip hop, because, you know, I feel like hip hop fans have, one, a short attention span, and two short-term memory 
So, like, if it doesn't last for two weeks, then the artist is automatically written off. Mm-hmm. But he had, like, Suge and shit, so he had, like, the bops that would. Yeah, a couple couple tracks that or you know, will withstand, at least for, like, those couple years. Yeah. And then I saw, like, uh, well, we continue to, to praise the baby. I saw that, um, I think Suge hit, uh, I want to say platinum or triple platinum. Suge hit triple platinum. Um, the intro hit uh, gold. And I forget, it was another song that went platinum. Three sing, two sing, one single went platinum, one went double platinum, and one went gold. And all three of those had music videos that were directed by real goats. Oh yeah. And damn niggas is fire. They goats. Oh me. my god. Let damn. me ask you this though. Which um since on the topic of the baby, which song do you you like more though? Out of Suge and and Bop? Cause I feel like those are probably like the most popular, I would imagine. Yeah. Um Cause you know you had like yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, nah. Um uh, I probably say Bop. Yeah, I fuck with Bop. Cause I feel like I feel like Suge. The beat on Suge is is fire. And not gonna get me wrong. I, both songs are dope, fire shit. Yeah. But I just I just prefer Bop because it's more. Of, uh, I want to say multi-dimensional. It's not like flat. I think like Suge is a very flat song. Like. He repeats the hook so much, which is his style. I mean, yeah, I feel like Bop was like the perfect like follow up to Suge type yeah. of thing, cause Suge had a run, you know. Oh yeah, um, and Man, even it, it's still running. Like you, that that, yeah. you, you, you play it now, it still won't get the same, you know, uh, reaction. I would think, but you know, Bop is pretty good too. So <laughs> yeah, but Bop also, I think, Bop, and, then, and then like when it came biased. out, you know, it just yeah. got the came, you know, it's with like. You know, they doing it with the celebrations on the football field and shit. Yeah. Then, like you said, like the real goats, like the video. You know, he yeah. had the Jabberwockies, the Jabberwockies in the video. and that shit. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy how, like, certain things just have, like, a stamp. You know what I'm saying? Like the Jabberwockies. Yeah. Like, they have a stamp in, you know, I guess, like, the culture, you would say. Mm-hmm. But just from, you know, you saw them with, like, America's Best Dance Crew or whatever. And then, you know, they just kept growing and growing and they still doing their thing you know the whole like Shaq was like a jab at walkie one time yeah on uh, you know NBA yeah, yeah, yeah on TNT <laughs> and yeah, like yeah. Th- it's just a fact that like the real goats already produced these you know these dope ass videos for the baby mm-hmm. and then Bop itself was already dope and then just to have to end it with the jab at walkie it's yeah. just like yo <laughs> yeah the the Broadway musical my man's that is from, from Charlotte Bob. is really out here with it yo. That's yes crazy. sir that's what I will you know big ups to the city um I mean, you're not necessarily a neighbor Charlottean, but you live here and you've been here for a while. But I'm not, I'm not gonna say you're from Charlotte. Okay. Like, I'm never gonna say you're from Charlotte. You know what I mean? Like, respect. You you grew up somewhere else. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, back to the Grammys. Uh, I think Lizzo's gonna win everything. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I don't even. Do you do you watch the Grammys? Nah. Like, do you watch award shows at all anymore? I haven't watched an award show in I don't know how long. And I feel like the last one that I did watch was probably the BET. Yeah. Like, like live. So, I don't, I don't even I, watch And I don't live. even know when that was, to be honest. Yeah. And then I stopped watching that shit. I won't say shit, but I stopped watching 
the BET Awards, and I just started watching the ciphers and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't even watched the ciphers. I don't even know if they still do that shit. To be honest, they're doing more on uh, the hip hop BET Hip Hop Awards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, I think uh, for one, with TV being on the downslope that it is, like live TV, not necessarily like TV production, but live TV being on such a decline with us having instant TV available with like Hulu and Netflix and all that shit. Yeah. And also with us having YouTube, we don't necessarily want to sit through fucking two hours of monologue and commercials where legit the show itself is 30 minutes, but it's a two hours like slot where you spending a lot of that time just on advertisements. I used to watch like me and my mom and you know my parents. We used to watch them them joints a lot together. Yeah. Um, but I feel like now it's just so much other shit that you can watch. Just like you said, like even the fact that you know live TV in general, but like it's so much other shit that's on at that time now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like back then, it wasn't. You didn't have. It was kind of reserved. Yeah, you didn't have that. Even if you had like you know, I didn't really grow up with like um like cable television and shit. Yeah. But even if you had that, you know, like the TV shows wasn't it wasn't as like the same as it is now, obviously. Right. You know, things right, have right. advanced. Um, so I feel like that's a, the main reason why I don't really watch it. It's just like, nah, I don't really give a fuck. Yeah, nah. I feel like because for me, I don't watch it because I can catch everything in a, in a clip. You yeah. feel me? Like, oh, I want somebody like had a dope ass performance. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Twitter will talk about it as it happens. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll wake up the next morning and I'll get to work and I'll turn on you YouTube while I'm working. And I'll say, oh, let me check out this performance. So I don't have to sit here and watch the entire show for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it just makes it easier. Um, but you still have the conversations about them getting snubbed, like people getting snubbed for awards and shit like that, and nominations and all that shit. And um, I'm just trying to figure out why... It's like the Oscars to me, like every award show, every time something comes, every time the awards come roll around, everybody says, oh, I don't even, I don't even know why they didn't nominate X, Y, and Z. Oh, I don't even care about X, Y, and Z, man. They, they snubbed X, A, B, C, and they snubbed D, F, and this person, and that person, and oh, I'm not watching this shit next year, and then the next year, niggas complaining about the same shit, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, well... Considering none of our votes count anyway, kind of like the presidential election, um, since (laughs) none of our votes count anyway, why do we continue to care? Because I'm not an artist, and I mean, you're not necessarily like a self, like like an artist out here, like as a professional artist yourself either. Mm So it's not like we're Just as a fan. Yeah, like as a fan, like why why do we care anymore if we already know that none of this shit is real anyway? <laughs> Man, I knew this shit wasn't real when um the year when like Macklemore got that uh award over Kendrick. For a fucking hip hop album was it album of the year or yeah, or Whatever it was, artist you know of the year, saying? some shit with like thrift when shop. I was like, yeah, I was like, with thrift sh- thrift shop, really, man, the fuck over Kendrick, and that was uh, the Pimp a Butterfly, wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, tragic. 
that was a hip hop award too. I was like, what the f-? yeah, shit like that. That's what I'm saying though. But like shit like that, like we know whoever is voting for this shit don't really know the culture. Yeah. So we. But I think it's cool. No, I mean, some artists, um, you know, because you you try to argue that they shouldn't care. Like they should. I don't care. I'm not that- care anymore. Um. What? Serious listening. <laughs> Um, but I think it's cool to have a couple of them that actually do care in terms of when you have the situations with like a Macklemore over a Kendrick, right? You know, somebody to stand up for like the culture and be like, well, wait, like this, you know what I'm saying? This don't really make no sense type of shit. Kanye. You know, I, you know, yeah, <laughs> cool. Exactly. 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 Beyonce should have had best album of the year, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel you. you. I feel you exactly. Like I, even when we had that conversation, like at the even in the moment, you know, I still feel like that's fucked up. But like I said, when we were talking about that, I'm like, but at the end of the day it do kind of make sense, you know, stand up for what you believe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's but at the end of the day, like as an artist, I would think you would know that you would eventually come to your own understanding of none of this shit is real. Um, and you know, you could tell your impact based on like your album sales or other type of shit. I think it's like get, shows, you know, you, man. it's just like even like the shit that us here on the, in the real world, right? Yeah, right. You know, like you set goals and shit throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would think like not, that shit was all, is always going to be the same. Like you set these your own personal goals. Now maybe if for X amount of years, you know, this highly touted musical award was on your goals and you hit every one of them yeah <laughs> but that one you know maybe I, I i guess i get it but i don't know yeah man i mean I, i'm I, who are we to tell you what you should achieve but at the same time exactly. like aim for the stars baby just aim yeah, for the stars aim for the stars you know aim for the moon the sky is stars no longer the shit, you know uh but at the same time Understand the 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 situation you you in like the playing field you're dealing with, like if you go in independent, you gotta go against money machine like labels, and if you go on the label, you gotta make sure you fit the image that they know their research says is gonna work and shit like that. And I don't know, like at the end of the day, you're not gonna end up if you're an original artist like creating your writing your own music and all that shit. And not just a person that can sing that gets music written for them and all that shit. Um, it's kind of hard because mm-hmm. you're really just doing your art and hoping that people will actually give a fuck about your art. And it's just like the Grammys are an avenue where uh, people are already programmed for what they like. Like you know what people like because it doesn't really change. It's a trend. You can look at it and tell it's a trend. You're just going to forever see the same kind of trend. It's the same kind of artist that wins. Like that wins things, and you know, I don't know. But that's my take on the Grammys. Uh, shout out to whoever wins. Um, it's always a great accomplishment, I guess. Because um, my favorite artist has a few Grammys, but who's your favorite artist? Ooh, come on, man. We know who my favorite artist is. Wake up, Mr. West. Mr. West. <laughs> <laughs> he has a few of them, but you know, at the same time, in this day and age, it's about high in time we actually create. Not necessarily we because us, but I think actually, yeah, us regular people should just go ahead and create our own 
like award type thing where, you know, we don't really have this whole academy thing. Um, you just go in and you can vote for um, your own favorite artist and shit. But, you know, like I said, we're normal people and our votes don't count like presidential elections. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yo. Like, we I'm saw that shit. Man. We saw that shit, you know. Like, that's another thing. Like, the whole back to the conversation about uh, running off shit that's 200 years old mm-hmm. as if we still live back then, you know. All this shit needs to be reformed and rewritten. But that's neither here nor there. That's enough to talk about the Grammys. Cause we're not even gonna watch them. We probably won't even come back next week to say who probably won. Cause gonna niggas probably ain't even crazy. Say we probably won't even recap this shit. Um, hypothetical question for you, my guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, say you are you met a a young woman who you've courted for a substantial time. Uh, now you feel as if it's time for you to seal the deal and. Turning your your black card for a uh, a green card uh, of sorts and uh, get married. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your bride. She gets your bridesmaids. You get your groomsmen and all that shit. And your best man comes in and you pick your best man and shit. And your best man has dreads and shit. And your bride comes to you. Excuse me. Your fiance comes to you and says, "Hey, uh, I want everybody." To have bald heads, cause you're a bald-headed brother, mm-hmm. and your best man got dreads. Mm-hmm. You gonna tell your best man that he has to cut his hair, or he can't be your best man, or you gonna tell your fiance, "Yo, I ain't telling my man he gotta cut his hair. You gonna have to deal with this one, shorty." I mean, my immediate response to that would probably be have, you know, the latter. Um, yeah, cause I mean I can't tell my man to cut his hair off. Damn, but this is the woman you love. Yeah, um, I'm but, just I talking. That's my right. man's hair. So <laughs> it's, it's my man's hair. Yeah. I think if push came to shove, though, I so I would definitely start with telling my you know my fiance that you know that's not we not doing that you know. Hmm. But obviously, I can't. I can't sit here and say I can make something set in stone, you know. Like you said, that is if that is the woman I want to love. So mm-hmm. if there's some pushback, you know, then I would go to my man's and be like, "Look, bro, this is uh, what the situation is." But you know, you're not cutting your dreads off, so you know, next man up, B. <laughs> hey, look at you being an adult. Yeah, you know, <laughs> See, next you know man. What I mean? up. You know, understanding the love wins at the end of the day. And be like, hey, bruh. Because I think my mans would understand, you know. And I feel like if you if you was really my... You like think if, so? If you was my best man, you know. Like, you know that obviously this is somebody who I want to, you know, like be with. You know what I'm saying? I feel like your best man is usually like your best friend type of shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm not going to ask him to cut his hair off. <laughs> you know, that's just not that. What I'm not doing is that. Yeah. Now, if I come to you and I say this, and then you, you know, if deep down in your heart, as my best friend, you know what I'm saying? Because you're gonna have to take some type of L regardless here. You know what I'm saying? Right. I would think. Uh, but I feel like 
as my friend, like you'd be like, no, nah, I understand, you know, next man up. I'm not, I, w- I would imagine you wouldn't be like too crazy hurt about not being able to stand up there as my best man. But then again, I, I, don't, hope. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you hope. cared about it so much, then maybe you would just cut the dreads off, you know, but I don't know. I don't know how that would work. Damn, see, that'd be crazy, dog. Because then, like, what if your homie got to just, your homie comes in and says, you know what, bro, it's either me or her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that, how does that work? Oh, I'm going to look at my nigga like, hey, bro. Yeah, that's kind of I'm going to be honest bro. with you, bro. Ain't no way in hell you're going to be able to satisfy me like she do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm And I feel like as my man's, like, you will never really be like, it's either me or her. Like, what the fuck is this? Nah, but see, I, I think there's some dudes out there that's like that. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I don't think they're in our circle. They, hey, yo, if you want, if you want all homies and shit, and you like that, bro, come <laughs> on, bro. come yeah, on. Just let bro. me know, man. Like, let me know now. We can go ahead and before I even go get this ring, hey, bro. Let me know before I even start thinking about this. I'm, hey, if you feel as if you can't accept the rules of our matrimony, my nigga, come on, <laughs> yo, get the fuck out of here, yo. <laughs> like, grow up. <laughs> but I know. I mean, I think it's some. So, like, at the same time. Would you have any ultimatums for like your bri- her bridesmaids? Would you have any like ideas of like what you want them to wear or how they want to dress? You don't just give a fuck. No, nah, uh, not me personally. No. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I kind of do. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's weird shit to me. I was like, yo, I don't want to see no closed toe shoes. Like when you taking your pictures and shit like that. Like don't. This ain't 1996. You ain't got to have your bridesmaids up there and, like, closed toes with the quarter-inch heels and shit. Oh, you want Unless, the toes out? Yeah, because, I mean, I know she going to, you know, she, your, your bride, your, your future wife, your fiance, she going to have a, all that pedicure, manicure, all that shit going to be done. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, make sure the rest of them girls get their shit stuff, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, make it, make it you know, make it make sense. Mm-hmm. But um, outside of that, you know, don't come no, up with no stipulations on like the hairstyles. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> that was coming. Mm-hmm. Like, just make sure it look nice. I mean, I can't tell. Like, I that's one thing I couldn't say. Like, if she got a, if she got curly hair, she got fro, she got all that extra shit. Mm-hmm. I I don't really care. You know, I can't really make. I can't I can't make that decision as far as hair goes, mm-hmm. but I can voice a concern. But at the same time, I really don't care about the hair. Yeah, I will say, like, you know, shout out to my dog, Jared, um, who was here a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, his anniversary is, is this weekend. Uh, yeah, congratulations. With their, uh, their wedding anniversary. They yeah. had the dope-ass, uh, it was like a black tie affair. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I went to a wedding that was like, you know, they had, like, stipulations on, like, um, on... Like what they wanted the uh, people in the attendance guests. to wear, yeah. you know, like you know they want like long gowns from the females, and you know, um, like tuxedos or like black tie, black uh, black tie event. You know, it was a black tie event, so yeah. that, that was pretty dope to see. Was um, that the whole entire wedding, or was that the wedding just the reception? That no, was, it was like, like the, the entire whole day. the whole thing. Yeah. Oh word, that's dope. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's pretty dope. You know. Like we said, like thirty episodes ago, <laughs> yeah. ain't no kids gonna be at the reception. So keep the <laughs> kids at home, you know, or you know, after the first hour, hour and a half, you know, all the edited music goes out the window. We playing real music, uh, cause I want to hear. I needed some shit with some bop in it. I want to hear. I need some stuff with some bop. I want to hear. I want. 
some shit with some bop in it, you know? <laughs> like, I want to hear all the words. Um, but, but yeah, you know. Um, so, like, uh, another one. Let's take it back to sports real quick. Uh, I saw a video clip, the second video clip I've seen of this happening. Bron James, LeBron James' son, Bronny, first video I saw of him last week um, was a kid throwing a skittle at him at a game. A skittle? Mm-hmm. Takes the rainbow, bitch. He's out of bounds, getting ready to inbound the ball, see a yellow skittle come out in the frame, hit him in the back of the body and shit, and they stop playing uh. and shit. Second time, I see someone throwing something from the crowd. I don't know if it's the same video, different angle, or if it's a brand new situation, but it's two videos I see of somebody throwing something at a kid. Now, I understand LeBron James is LeBron James. Um, superstar that he is, multi-million dollar contract, Space Jam 2, face of Nike, face of everything that he does, you know, the shop, fucking with Drake and all that shit, banging his head and fucking camera and shit against with the T Grizzly like he is the the fan favorite would he be wrong if he fucked somebody up for throwing some shit at his kid I mean would it be wrong for you to fuck somebody up for throwing shit no I think that I think that'd be because like to me if if I'm a if I'm a kid, if I'm like say his, I think his kid is what like thirteen, fourteen, maybe fifteen, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a fucking kid. He can't go out and fight somebody in the fucking stands because he's growing up, and you know, as a kid growing up, his parents probably taught him how to react in certain situations. And you know, when they go low, we go high until you make this money, and then when you make this money, you know, tell the niggas to fuck off. But in the meantime, when they go low, we go high. Mm-hmm. But I don't know in what situation I would just be cool with somebody just throwing shit at my kid. Like, money or not, you know what I mean? Like, LeBron James, I don't think LeBron James hurt for money. No. Nah. Then he could bail out easy. But, you know, the image and shit is what he has. Right. The uphold and shit. But... Even then, I think it, it it should get a pass for a situation like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you can't really expect your kid to go through life accepting people throwing shit at them. Because they don't do that shit at real games, at, at NBA games. You know what I mean? You throw some shit at the, at the fucking player and shit, niggas get fucking ejected. You're going to take the kid, take the, the fan and shit, and they get locked up or whatever. Or banned from the stadium and shit like that. You can have those consequences and repercussions and shit. But, but, they, but I'm pretty sure they still got... They didn't get ejected in that situation? I don't think they knew who did it. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, how many times you going to sit here and let, it let, let my kids go through this shit? Right. Like, I don't give a fuck if I am. Just just because I'm LeBron James, you feel like you could do that shit. Like, nah, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, these people are, are people. It's right. The same as me and you. Exactly. And this might be the episode where we just talk about how people need to stop realizing that just because they're superstars, <laughs> they're, at the end of the day, regular people. Mm-hmm. You know, Gilbert Arenas had a gun on him in the fucking locker room because <laughs> he a regular ass nigga, like straight like that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what that's who I he forgot. is. I forgot. You know what I mean? Oh, nah, he ain't forget. You know he owes some niggas some money and shit. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> trying, he had to do what he had to do with his teammates and shit. But at the same time, 
he's not just an NBA superstar at the end of the day. He's still Gilbert Arenas, agent zero, with a Thule. So. What uh, time it is? So, yeah. So, like, what you going to do with that shit, kid? I mean, I don't know what my immediate response would be. Um, outside of telling somebody to stop fucking throwing Skittles at my kid. <laughs> I think that would be my initial response is just straight <laughs> like that. Hey, yo, stop throwing some them fucking Skittles, B. Mm. Let me see what time it is. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not like, you know, some people, you know, I'm not too, you know, the, the aggression isn't immediate. Yeah. But some people it is, you know. No, I'm, a, I'm zero to 100 real quick with my kids. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah. you like. Oh, I'm jumping over people. Stepping I'm trying, over. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, Skittles trying talks. to yank yeah. somebody. Because like, like I said, like. It's it's a cold world. We know that. At the end of the day, the world is not fair. But my kid's not an adult, and you ain't about this shit here and throw shit at a kid, right. especially my seed. Mm-hmm. I'm jumping to hey yo nah ref you fuck the ref security I ain't even gonna call security over here security you gonna have to hold me back. <laughs> hey yo who the fuck <laughs> threw <laughs> these skittles? <laughs> who the fuck threw skittles at my son? Mm-hmm. Nah, raise your hand, little nigga. And then I have my other son running on because you know I can't fight no kid. <laughs> you sick of you? I would definitely have my other kid fight for my son. You know what I mean? Because you know your son can't fight because he in the sick game. This man next up to be the next superstar. You know, balling with Zaire and all that shit. You know they're gonna go to college together. They're gonna be out here be the next tandem NBA. You know, superstars of twenty. You know, twenty twenty eight and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can't fuck it up. You know, you can't let them fuck that that situation up. But at the same time, you gotta let niggas know. You can't just fuck with my kids. Um but yeah, that was a nice little hypothetical. <laughs> See what else we got on the on the list of stuff to talk about today. Uh you saw Jeff uh Jeff Bezos got hacked by Saudi Arabia. I heard about that. Mm. Uh, did you see that there's congressmen trying to figure out what Jeff Bezos did to handle the hack? <laughs> that man about to be working for the CIA. I think he already does. <laughs> <laughs> I think they already got contracts. Already got that man. He already on board. Like, yo, nah, B. I think, yeah. So for those who aren't aware, uh, Jeff Bezos got hacked by using the WhatsApp WhatsApp app. Mm-hmm. I think he clicked on like a video link or some shit, and then they hacked his phone and they ran through all his information and shit. And uh, which is funny as shit. It's it's really funny to me that like the owner of probably the biggest company uh, in the tech realm was able to get hacked that way. I think that's like crazy as shit to me, but. I guess that's why they're trying to figure out how he got how he dealt with that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like we ain't got as a government. You know, our government ain't really got that kind of shit commercially mm-hmm. to figure out why the CEO got hacked of the fucking you know CEO owner of Amazon got hacked and how he handled that shit. Yeah. Um. So, you think he sh- should divulge that information with us having the face tracking app that we talked about? I think it was like last week or whatever, yeah. where you have all these applications where you know we just. Give people free will to do whatever the fuck they want to. Should he disclose that to the government? 
how it was figured out? I don't think so, but I feel like he probably will though. I mean, cause I don't know. Do you do you have WhatsApp? Nah, man. I I downloaded it like one time, and then I got like I started using it. And I was like, yo, this shit is ugly. I think I had that when I was like, I had like an iPhone four. Yeah, yeah, like back like in back, college. Yeah. yeah, back before it became the international craze, before Facebook bought it and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Facebook bought it, and they competed against Amazon. But you know, I'm not gonna say that you know it's a little insider shit. You know, <laughs> you should have been asking Zuckerberg. Well, you know what happened, but neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't use face, uh, WhatsApp. Gotcha. So I don't think you, I, do you use it? I mean, I use group me, but you know, I don't use. No, I've, I've had WhatsApp. I've used that before. Um, I think my cousin might've just sent me something on that like a couple of weeks ago. Mm. Actually. Really? Um, wow. Um, I mean, I know it's good to use internationally cause you don't have yeah, to worry yeah. about text messaging rates and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So you can you can use it to communicate. And yeah, and I was easier. just I was just over I was just in you know in Europe like um, back in like September. Yeah, and we had WhatsApp over there as well. So I think that's probably when I like re-downloaded it. So it's still on my phone. But the mm. fact that I, it's, it needs to not be on my phone because they get, yeah. they getting Jeff Bezos on that joint. Um, well, I think he did it. the way it happened with him was like they said now they say. I'm going to preface this with they say he clicked on a video link, and then the video link is what caused the hack. Mm-hmm. And once again, I'm like, hey, come on, bro. Like, normal people know not to ch- tap on links. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you Jeff Bezos. Please. You Jeff Bezos. Normal people know that if you go onto the porn site, you don't click on that link, because then <laughs> you get the virus on your PC. Mm-hmm. And you just clicking on links and fucking messages that you get. So then I'm like, but you know, this is Jeff Bezos. So that phone should be very secure. You know, Jeff Bezos, he be he be fucking up out here. He got caught cheating on his wife. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> it was over some text messages. And Half. Shit. Now they hacking his WhatsApp. Come on, Jeff, chill out. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Um, man I need to get a BlackBerry. He need to go back to. Uh, he does know. He, he need to go ahead and buy Black BBM. You know, one of the most secure things since uh, before iMessage. Because even iMessage is supposed to be secure, even though they got, like, now they have ways to hack into that shit now. Yo, that BlackBerry Messenger days, that shit, you know, kids nowadays, eh? What be What BlackBerry you have? did you have? Man, I had the little joint. I can't remember. The like, Pearl? Yeah, I had a Pearl. Yeah, I had a Pearl, too. I, Pearl. I, I, used to have, I used to have, like, I had a, um, I was on, like, Win Mobile back in, back in the G. Win Mobile? Yeah. What is that? That was, like, the original, that's a, that's like... A, that was like the Carry? original Windows. Oh, the OS, Windows. Oh, uh, okay. Smartphone. Yeah. And I had a Moto Q, and and I had a I had like the original Moto Q, and I had like a Moto Q nine C. Like the Palm Pilot shit. Yeah, it was. It was but it was it Windows. Was, but it was Windows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, For those who don't know, Palm is made by HP. Windows makes their own shit, but you know mm-hmm. that's the tech shit that we know. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, and then I had yo. I remember we couldn't wait till iPhone came to uh. Verizon, cause I always had Verizon. Yeah. And ever since then, I have, <laughs> I ain't had nothing else. I yeah. How we just got on this phone conversation. Yeah, man. I, I, I think my first. Well, I ain't talking about my first. You're talking phone. about Blackberry. What Blackberry did you have? I had, I had the Pro. Um, I tried the Touch at one point, and that shit. Um, that wasn't it. 
Mm-hmm. It was like a faulty screen and all that shit. And then like the the middle button was touch sensitive, and I could never get that bitch to stop correctly. So I went back to the Pearl, and then my ball started working pause, like, <laughs> and then it stopped working. And you know you could take those out, mm-hmm. so I used to take it out, and then I lost oh, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting there with a brick, <laughs> I couldn't use that bitch to go up and down and shit. So I man, I think that Moto Q, yo, that's probably still like. I mean, I love I love the iPhone. Um but my Moto Q, man, that shit was, that's probably like the, the, the coolest phone I had, to be honest. Because at the time, it was just like, because now everybody has, you know, because like when the smartphones first came out, you know, you still had people with like flip phones, mm-hmm. might have had like some just like standard, like, you know, nothing extraordinary. You got the phone. clamshell with the full Yeah, keyboard. you might have a little pop-up joints. Yeah. But then like when smartphones was first in the market, like I, like I had one. You know, when my friends still had like motor razors, cause I never had, I never had a razor. Like I never had a yeah. flip phone in general, uh, to be honest. But like the razors was pretty cool. Wealth. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog. I feel like I missed that on on the on the uh, on the flip phone uh, phase. But nah, now everybody got fucking iPhones. So yeah, it's whatever. True. <laughs> yeah, you had an Android. You never had an Android, did you? Cause you went straight. Yeah, I had. No, had I had a Moto Q. Uh, I mean, um, a Droid X. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never had. I always wanted HTC, but I never. I never ended up getting the HTC phone. What them HTCs were fire, dog. <laughs> Cause like they would do the live weather view and shit on the screen. Yeah. So you could see like you ain't even gotta add like now. I ask Siri when I wake up, yo, what's the weather for the day and shit. I used to open my phone and see it rain. <laughs> <laughs> or and it do like Hell the windshield yeah. wiper blade. Hell yeah. That shit. Hell yeah. My, I had oh. that shit on my on my Droid X with the uh, windshield wiper. Yeah, that <laughs> shit was so dope, man. And then now we got those apps and shit, man. Like, come on. Apple, give us something like more interactive. <laughs> I know you're listening. Now y'all are probably listening because we we host our podcast over there too. So you know if you're listening, but we, hey, first of all, I want to thank everybody for listening to all of our fans. I don't know if we do it enough, but thank you guys for listening. Um, yeah, this is a little sidebar or whatever, but yeah, man, shout uh, out to listeners. Shout out to all our listeners. No, we say it every at the end of every, at the end of every episode, episode, but I want to make sure y'all we care and shit. And as always, if you got any questions, send us an email, or DM us. Uh, we appreciate everybody that sends us topics. We're sorry if we don't get to talk about everything that you guys send us, but we do do our best to uh, formulate conversations off of what you guys send us. Um, speaking of which, uh, got did you? S- we had this uh, coming in from Brandon. He sent us a video of, from Puff, I believe it was. Uh, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up and... We can have a little dialogue about that. My cookies ain't got nothing to do with this this podcast. (laughs) I just happened to notice the cookies, brother. I feel you. I feel you. I'm just following the crumbs. I feel you, brother. (laughs) Uh, So anyway, uh, now that we're back... uh, and we saw the video. So basically the video, and we're going to backtrack the whole entire conversation. We bounced all the way around this whole podcast, and, you know, bear with us. Per usual. You know, it's nothing new. Um, but the video was basically Puff, or excuse me, uh, Sean, Sean Love, Love Combs. Combs. Yep. <clears throat> uh, speaking at the Grammys, uh, in which he said it's time to take back control. Was that at the Grammys? I think it was a Grammys event. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like one of their uh, it's like a gala. It was like a pre yeah, it was a pre Grammy gala. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
and the entire basically the sum it up uh with the quote that he used from the great Miss Erica Badu. I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. Sensitive about my shit. And basically he's saying that our culture, by our culture, I mean black culture, uh, we are the driving factor and the driving force of all other culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it be your uh, video games, whether it be like your movies, your TV shows, your music, all that stuff is driven through black culture and all that and the Grammys just haven't respected black culture in the form and the art form that is hip hop and R&B and the artists that come with mm-hmm. uh, so I'm going to ask you how do you feel about one his ultimatum that the Grammy has 365 days to get the shit together and two uh, his plea to uh, join the committee or be a part of the solution. So let's just tackle the first one where um, we talk about uh, basically the three, the, the ultimatum, the ultimatum yeah. yeah, the 365 days. How do you feel about that? I mean, I feel like we've seen this in the past for like boycotting the Grammys and stuff like that. Um, I think this is just another step, just like what I was saying in our earlier conversation about, you know, somebody being, somebody staying back to, you know, fight, essentially. Um, Mm -hmm. Even though it might be something as, whether you think it's small or big, as the Grammys. um, But I mean, especially in terms of like hip hop, like who, who better else than, you know, Sean the mobile. Lovecombs. Yeah, the mobile you know, that is Sean Lovecombs. Exactly. So I yeah. Mean, oh yeah, we forgot. Let me. Forget. I forgot. He he also said that he changed his name to Love. His middle name is Love now. So mm-hmm. we are going to adjust him as no, such. And his name changes quite often, but you know, here every we six are. years it seems like. But you know, that's you know, neither Sean Lovecombs. Neither here nor there. In the here, it is Sean Lovecombs. There it is. So shout out to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you feel about the ultimatum? I hate it, man. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you giving them three? He's basically saying this time next year, I want to see something different. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, because can't do see nothing different now. Yeah, but I keep I'm I'm on the fence with that because it's like, why? Why do we, why do we still care? Like, he he if 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 I know, okay. If I know my significant other cheats on me mm-hmm. all the time, <laughs> it's like this shit never changes. <laughs> Every two weeks, I find a nigga's phone number mm-hmm. in her pocketbook, or we're doing the laundry and she has condoms in her bag or some shit. Tough. You feel me? And I find out every month it's another nigga, it's somebody new, it's somebody new. We would tell that person, yo. <laughs> You need to leave that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You are insane. You are insane. Uh, as I think it was Albert Einstein that said, doing the same thing over and over and expecting, expecting a different, different outcome. outcome. The definition of insanity. So why? What's three hundred sixty-five days going to do? I mean, that's their. 
as that ultimatum. Like, what is it going to do for what? Do you, what makes you think I mean, that's like, drawing the line at the insanity? Yeah. Like, look, you know, I see what time it is. So by next year, shit needs to be changed. We can't change it now. It's you know, it's too late. So now, I'm letting you know that I see how you moving. So you need to fix this shit. And by next year, I would like to see it fixed. So that's what you know. But what what's on the out? What's on the outside of that ultimatum? Like, what if they don't fix it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's where I get like the weird thing in me. It's like, so I don't believe in the idea of trickle down economics, right? Mm-hmm. Where trickle down economics basically says more people as as people at the top make more money, people below will make more money. Mm-hmm. I think what we're doing now is uh, a trickle down socio sociological thing. Mm-hmm. where we think that the people that have power are the ones that can make the change and we have to wait for the people that have power to make the change before the fans can make a change and accept it. That's why you're saying we should create our own shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, just like I kind of said I was bullshitting when I said like people, like we, our votes don't count. Um, come on, yo. sarcasm is all up and rampant through our entire podcast. It's one of the things we built on. At the end of the day, the grassroots organization has been a proven factor in the like instrument of change, or a proven factor as an instrument of change. Mm-hmm. And that starts from the bottom and grows up. It doesn't go from the top down. So, uh, as a fan. To see a room full of millionaires talking about we want to win. Just how, as fans, we saw Kanye say, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, as we saw Kanye say, yo, this this person shouldn't have won, and X, Y, Z, this, and X, Y, Z, that. You know, we're all slaves to the brand and shit like that. Finish, yeah, I mean, not necessarily just that. Even the the whole, like, we're slaves to Nike, slaves to Prada, Hermes, Gucci, and all that. We just want to see that. And... Then he turned around and did Yeezy, and then everybody became slaves to Yeezy <laughs> slaves shoes, to, that, yeah. <laughs> to the 350s and, and V2s and shit. Um, but it's it, it's it's really us as on us as fans to either say, "Yo, we don't respect Grammys, we respect this like the source which used to be the shit." Or BET, which used to be black culture, but nobody would go to the BET Awards. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you, everybody would accept the awards for them and shit, but everybody would show up to the, the Grammys. And it's still the same as it is today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that the artists that we have can institute that change. But it's nice to talk about for them. Who do you think can institute the change? Um, it's either going to be Fans or it's going to be labels, mm-hmm. the ones with the money. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we're also the ones with the money. Um, we just don't look at it that way because we pay these streaming services. We pay to buy these albums. We pay for these concert tickets. As a collective whole, we are the ones that pay the checks at the end of the day in the grand scheme of uh, economics. <laughs> yeah, well, would we be shareholders in these uh, in these people's musical careers? Technically, yeah. Like, at the end of the day, 
Although we don't know I mean we don't necessarily own it But we are yeah, yeah, like necessarily we're, we're not. technically paying to to fund the furthering and advancement of careers. So yeah, so yeah, you know we because if we don't pay, then the labels don't feel like they get a return on their investment. In you. Right, yeah. exactly. So yeah, I just I'm it's, it's to me shit like that like this all these conversations about that and and an opinionated realm because that's all music really is is art and unfortunately there's no standard for art because art subjective uh we are kind of stuck just being robots in this shit tragic so i don't think i I love it it sounds good like what puff said sounds it sounds fucking great but to me that's like a politician telling me yo when I run, I'm going to take away student debt. <laughs> hey, man, it's the Hunger Games, baby. Shout out to Puff. <laughs> Doing it for the district, B. If we had video, <laughs> that would have been awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Ruth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight up. Speaking of student debt being wiped out. Um, mm. No, I forgot. We didn't get the second part. And his plea. So his plea, his plea to join the committee and be a deciding or determining person or a consultant that can show you the way, a la Jay Z with the NFL. Yeah, I feel like that's what I'm saying. Like, who who better else than you know Puff? So, or excuse me, Sean Love. 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 Sean Love. Call the man Love now. Hmm. Puff Love. Love Puff. Love Combs. <laughs> Puff Love Combs. Sean Love. Sean Love. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the yeah. yeah I fuck with that one. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Um, the 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 plea to say I, I, it just don't sit right with me, bro. Like, like your Diddy, excuse me, your love, your Sean, Papa Puff, P Papa Puff, Diddy, Daddy, whatever mm-hmm. they said in the Bad Boys for Life video with Ben Stiller, funny shit. Um, but your billionaire Puff, millionaire Puff, multi-millionaire Puff, with all the respect, just at the Rock Nation brunch. With all the millions of people, millions of dollars worth around you, mm-hmm. Swiss Beats, Kevin Hart, Jay Z, DJ Khaled, Meek Mill, Yo Gotti, Rick Ross, all the all the names, mm-hmm. Rihanna, Beyonce, all these people are in one spot, and y'all are talking about the Grammys. You talking about you want to plea to be with the Grammys, bro? I understand what you grew up on, but. To me, it's like set the set the stage for the young guys to have a fair shake instead of pleading to be in something for a fair shake. Like, what are you going to like, like? Like you said, at the end of the day, what are you going to do? You going to end of the 365? Are you going to stop making hip hop music? You going to stop submitting your hip hop music, but you can't do that because everybody signed to labels and labels are the ones that submitted and not the actual artists. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? Like, what you gonna do? Just cause you like, I, I don't know. Call me pessimistic about the shit, but I just don't think that that shit is. It makes any sense to me for that shit to try and work. No, nah, I man, I feel you. But like I said, like if anybody was to do it, I mean, Puff I feel is. like that's the perfect person to do it. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, but shout out to Brandon. Um, appreciate the information, my guy. All right, like I said. If you know us, shoot us a text, shoot us an email, shoot us a 
DM on Twitter or Instagram. If you got something you want us to talk about, or if you got us, you know, got something uh, that we said wrong, or if we got something that we said wrong that you know we feel we need to correct or you disagree totally with us, you think we stupid as shit. Let us know. We appreciate all good feedback. All feedback is good feedback to me. Mm-hmm. You know. And speaking of um, topics, uh, my dog Paul sent me this uh, tweet the other day. I'm saying how you know somebody brought up the idea of you know marriage renew marriage renew marriage <laughs> renewal renewals. Shout outs to the Modelo. Jesus, years ago, and so basically what she was saying is, what if a marriage was only in increments of four years? Like a college degree? No, like <laughs> a presidential. Uh, oh, run. a term. Yeah, term. So every four years, you know. And then on the fourth year, you get to decide if you would wish to, you know, renew your mm-hmm. license or or not. Yeah. How do you feel about that? With the whole, you know, I think we've had this conversation in the past where, yeah. you know, the whole idea behind marriage, not the whole idea, but some of the idea, in your opinion, is about, um, you know, business agreement mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even at your job, essentially, you know, you're up for evaluation every year. Every year, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do you feel, uh, Mr. You know, relationship guy, in terms of, uh, elect, you know, you like yeah, uh, terms yeah, 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 yeah. on relations, on, on, on marriages? Uh, I, you go into it with a marriage I think term. that idea is, it's, it's tricky, man, because... Like, I I think the idea from an emotional standpoint is cool because people fall in love and out of love all the time. And you can't really, like, put a time limit on falling in and out of love, but you do need to gauge that shit, especially in the marriage. Uh, My only thing is, like, when it comes down to, like, when you get married, you got, like, the other side of the the love, which is the business, where it's, like, the house that you got in each other's name. You know, the bills that y'all got split, you know, all the the financial shit that you guys got going together. Like, how does that get, does that happen in a renewal as well? You know, then you figure out, like, no, nah, it I could work, you know. If you sit, if if it's sitting down, if you sat, like, sat down and drew it up like a prenup, where every four yeah. years, like, you you sit there and reevaluate shit. And yeah, and if this shit ain't whatever. working, then, you know, this is what the, you know, the outcomes of the non-renewal would be. Yeah. I also believe in working shit out, but I also know, you know, at the end of the day, some people just can't work out their indifferences. Some indifferences just can't be worked out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some people just believe headstrong about some shit and just some shit just just, just won't change. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like where that four years would come in. It's like, you know, we've dealt with this for four years and you're not ever going to change who you are. I'm never going to change who I am. We need to come to the mutual understanding that this just might this marriage shit, this lifelong contract that we have with each other just might not work. Yeah. And I don't think I think like our parents, parents, parents grew had different kind of values that they thought sounded good <laughs> but never really practiced because otherwise the idea of cheating would be long gone. <laughs> but <laughs> niggas cheat every day, <laughs> unfortunately. Not black men, but niggas, because it's a totally different thing. <laughs> Need to make sure people do understand that there are two separate understandings of identifying people 
you have niggas and you have black men. Black men do not cheat. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that people like they they change their minds every day. So I think like that idea of marriage as we know it should have changes. Like like I said at the beginning of the, the podcast, you know, like it's just uh, we're living like marriage itself is a ceremony that's been going on since fucking thousands of years. Mm-hmm. And the legality stamp viewpoint of it has been going on for hundreds of years. So it's like, are we still living off of the laws that have been the same since laws have been written? And why Why is that? If we can end slavery legally, we can change a lot of other shit legally. It's just we too caught up in our own shit. And when, when are they going to, they probably never change like rules. It's so it's it'll take an act of God. It'll take a, an act of God or economical disaster for laws to start being written. Like when um when all the banking shit happened that crashed with the house loans and shit with uh nine eleven and all that shit and then they came in and Barack Obama came in and wrote laws that regulated the banks and shit like that. After catastrophic events occur mm-hmm. where financial dependence is uh threatened. And people start losing a lot of shit and lives are changed in right. a drastic way is when laws become changed. And this sucks because it's like, why the fuck does it take t- when we're damn near on the brink of destruction for niggas to step back and say, oh, shit, maybe <laughs> maybe we should write, rewrite this. <laughs> you yeah. know, maybe we shouldn't let this shit go on. But, you know, shout out to Paul. Yeah, you, shout out to you. Shout out to Paul, man. Yeah. You know, um. I had one more thing that I wanted to cover because we've been going for a minute, even though we want to have some edits here and there, but whatevs. Uh, so another one of the hypotheticals, not even a hypothetical. I saw a conversation happening. Uh, actually, I just like sneaked and listened in on a conversation that was happening, and um. It was that men hold conversations with those they deem worth having a conversation with. So, like, you know how we spoke earlier about the good morning text and the what you're doing text and all that shit. Um, It's like, uh, in the single realm, I see a lot of women complain about guys not being able to have conversations or guys not being able to hold conversations with them. And then one brave fellow stood out there on a on a ledge and said well it's not hard for a guy to have a conversation you just got to be worth us having a conversation mm-hmm. now that brave fellow then got shot by a bunch of uh arrows by women and they were saying well fuck nigga you think you got that worth it what makes you think that you worth me having to waste my time to have a conversation with you mm-hmm. and then i that's where I came back and I said, let me ask Marcus how he feels about that. Well, for I mean, I feel like obviously even for her, to, even for you to chime in, there's got to be somebody out there who you feel like you at least feel as if you're worthy of a conversation and they're not providing mm-hmm. it. I mean, obviously, yeah, some, some people, they, they can't hold conversations. But then yeah. I feel like I'll be even, talking about the guys that can't, can't. No, even if you can't, I feel like the right person can make you, can bring it out of you, mm. just like you're saying. So, 
at the end of the day, it might not just be me not being able to hold a conversation. Maybe I just can't hold a conversation with, with you. With you. Hmm. So then, yeah, because I kind of felt the same way. I think there's a sense of entitlement on um, each side of the board between guys and girls. I think there's an entitlement on guys where we feel like uh, I'm talking to you so I should get something out of this, whether it be um, time with you, whether it be, you know, the physical, the emotional, the mental connection, whatever. Because I'm taking the time out of my day to have this conversation with you, because I know you want to have the conversation with me, mm-hmm. um, there should be something coming from it. Uh, and at the same time, I also feel like it's not necessarily it. Because I un- while I understand that, and that's a, the the backwards way that we think, uh, there's a little bit of entitlement that comes with the expectation that I deserve to be, that, you know, like, you I deserve to be spending this time with you and having this conversation with you as the expectation mm-hmm. like that on the woman's side. I think that they have that expectation that just because I'm talking to you, you should be having that conversation with me. Yeah, you should be fully in Like you should be with me because yeah. I am talking to you. Mm-hmm. And um, I, 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 uh, I think once you... Yeah, I think that, yes, if I find you worth it, then, then I will have the conversation with you. Yeah. Uh, where we fall short as guys is like, you know, not necessarily telling you that, you know, I don't think that you're worth me. worthy of my Because <laughs> how do you tell it? How do you tell somebody, yeah, I don't feel worth, like you're worth my time? Mm-hmm. That's a very disrespectful way of saying it. And there's no real nice way to say that. Because at the end of the day, I think guys thinking karma and, you know, after you do a certain amount of dumb shit to a chick, you realize that dumb shit starts happening back to you, and then you say, well, you know, I don't want to come off as a specific way because then you know you're going to come back to me with a specific kind of way, and then we're going to start this whole cycle and shit. <laughs> and I think that worth it, the uh, quote-unquote worth it tag had, carries so heavy of a negative connotation that it's – deemed as an attack and not necessarily just what it is at face value i just don't find you worth it yeah it is what it is because at the same time the chicken look at you and say i don't think you're worth it because you 510 and i only deal with niggas that's six foot up exactly and you look like franklin the turtle you know you look like franklin you know or you look like flavor flavor you know (laughs) (laughs) you know you know be easy it's it's someone for everyone (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh but yeah, that whole the worth the worth it conversation, man. I think, yeah, it's just the words the the choice of words probably wasn't the best for that one, but I kind of get what he was saying. Mm. Just maybe because I was a guy, I'm a guy, and you know, I'm, I can't even I can't even argue with the way he said it, you know, because it is what it is. And you know, you might sound are we being misogynistic by saying that, or is that just a protection of ourselves? Is I feel like that's uh, just protection of ourselves. I mean, everybody has these feelings, yo. I mean, there's nothing wrong with somebody expressing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I said this in the past. Like a lot of times, it's, it just takes one person to say what everybody's thinking. Mm. And you know, you when it comes out, you know, you might feel like it's offensive or whatever. But at the end of the day, you're probably feeling that same way. Mm. So somebody else just happened to say it. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's okay if he doesn't think you're worth it. Somebody else does. Somebody does, boo. You feel me? I might think you worth it. So it's there all you good. go. Shout out my man, bald head Marcus over here. You know what I mean? Like, come on, two hundred odd dates. Oh. <laughs> Don't hey, let you have that. You know, I'm a, one of these days. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna cop my plea off of that. You know what I'm saying? But I said what I said, and I'm a, I'm gonna stick Stand to it. It'd be like stick that. To your guns, my I'm, I'm trying to tell you, it'd be like that. I, no, I trust me. I feel you. Restaurant week is a bitch. Um, but have you seen um, A Fall From Grace? I have. You Oh, you saw it? Yes, yeah, I did. you? Yeah, I did. I was hoping you saw it because I wanted to talk shit about it, but I didn't want to talk shit about it because I wanted to respect Tyler Perry. But no. the internet was up in a frenzy. and I will say this, you know, spoiler <laughs> alert, spoiler alert. Man, if you ain't seen it by now. Yeah, guys. you know, <laughs> um, I saw the way people were killing it at first. When I saw mm-hmm. it, I thought it was like when I as I was watching it, I was like, uh, I mean, it ain't that bad. Mm-hmm. But the idea behind it, like it was so it was early in the movie where I figured out that um Sarah had something to do with this whole Grace situation. I didn't I never really assumed that Buddy was her child or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I did, I did come to realize early that you know she was kind of on some on some on weird some other shit. Yeah. Um. And I feel like Tyler Perry did a decent job at it. Um. I think it's, I think it's cool that he's getting a Netflix, you know, bag for this type of stuff. I would think. <laughs> I hope that in the future Tyler Perry has his own uh, network. You know, like Oprah. Yeah. Because I would feel like something like that. I don't know if Netflix. I don't. I. I can't see, unless he just went on. Unless he, on this particular time, and probably so, he probably got like a multiple movie deal. Probably yeah. I don't think that the, uh, his shit would withstand on Netflix in terms of like specials. Even though it's cool to see Netflix doing it, yeah. I feel like eventually they're gonna be like, man, I don't know, and then he's gonna have to take that joint to like BET. Um, or you know, Oprah's channel, or yeah. or his own network. Um, but outside of that, I did see a lot of shit. Um, with people talking about like his wigs and <laughs> stuff in the joints. I seen like, <laughs> like come on, dog. One of them joints where he had like the old like white. His joint was like white hair, you know, gray yeah. or whatever. It mm-hmm. looked like he was like, like Abe Lincoln or some shit. Like he was like, it was some like come on, bro. bro. Shit don't even look. It shit so, don't like shit look tacky as shit. Let's talk oh, now. Yes, it looked tacky as shit. Now, we're gonna. I'm gonna point out a lot of the tacky shit, but there's a point behind it, bro. With the high top fade, that wig was horrible. Mm-hmm. The way shorty. And I seen Buddy act. But I seen him on uh, another show. So I, yeah, I like he, he, yeah, he can act. He, he's good at what he does, but wardrobe trash. Uh, so that that wig, the high top fade shit was trash. Uh. The way I saw a clip where it showed her recapping the story from uh, the jail cell and all the cutbacks, and they like cut up the scene to like show all the cutbacks and shit. Mm-hmm. And every time it cut back, her wig changed, kind of like how Red J's hat changed. And I don't know, man. I was sitting there looking like, you know what? This kind of is right. It's it's right up his alley. I think I think Tyler Perry has hit has found his niche or niche. As the colloquial people might call it, mm-hmm. this niche uh, with that kind of style, like that's Tyler Perry. 
You look at all his other movies. They got bad wigs. Yeah, but Cicely I've Tyson seen... be looking horrible in some of these movies, yo. But she can act in more respect to her because she's like a pioneer of this shit. And more respect to Tyler Perry because he's able to continue to produce content, period. Um, and But is he ever going to switch it up? Because like you said, like I've seen, I, me well, personally, see, I... I've seen a lot of Tyler Perry movies, you know. And I'm not mm-hmm. ashamed to say that. A lot of people, like, they don't fuck with Tyler no, Perry movies. Tyler Perry. It's not even the fact that I even necessarily fuck with Tyler Perry movies. But I have seen, I've seen a lot of his shit. And, I mean, I don't know, brother. Like, see, watching Tyler Perry, like, back in the day, right? Because I've, mm-hmm. I've seen his movies uh, for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Like, the the wigs and stuff, like, they kind of made sense back then. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's 2020, yeah. B. Like, come on with it. I don't know. No, I, see, now, you saw, like you said, you yeah, saw Alex Cross. Lane. You said what? Alex Cross. Yeah, i seen that. And, and that movie, I think... Did he have a bald head? I think he might have had some hair. But I think, but that It'd wasn't a Tyler Perry movie, though, was it? He was just acting yeah. in the movie. I think that was his movie. Uh, I think it was. Oh, uh, my bad. You know, I don't know, you know, Diary of a Mad Black Woman and all that stuff, too. Yeah, you yeah. know, where they do, you know, they look up to par, quote unquote, up to expectation, not necessarily mm-hmm. par, but up to expectation of what you might see in a movie. But like I said, it's Kobe. I'm not, damn, it's not Kobe. I would see Kobe on TV, man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Um, it's Tyler Perry. And that's just, you know, his art. At the end of the day, this, first of all, the story behind the Fall from Grace was great, in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. I, like, I didn't think it was too whole, bad. Like, the whole was plot, the entire way it was set up, the entire way it was delivered, all the acting, the acting itself was good. It's just, you know, the wardrobe didn't quite hit what we would expect from a film on I guess Netflix, but when you seen How High Two, the trash that it was, mm-hmm. the uh, that Ti movie that you were talking about a while ago. Oh yeah, with the um, with the uh, chicken spot or whatever. Yeah, with the chicken spot. Yeah, like all that. You know, like we, your your bar is very high if you don't think Netflix has some shit and you don't think that Tyler Perry might not deliver you what you might expect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think as fans, we gotta remove, start removing expectations, and just consume art as art. I will say that character Grace though, she was a poor thing, man. Like oh she had already God, went through dude. one divorce, and then Buddy Connor, like, oh, we got to spoil it. I'm a, it's fucking the way they show the Buddy Connor like that. Like, come Shit. on, yo, come on, Queens, like. Niggas is out here getting getting scams off. Nah, that shit was crazy. That shit the whole in the whole mom son duo locking up the old folks in the basement of the house. Mm, that shit was creepy. And shit, I'm like, yo, just for the SSI check, keep them alive just so you can continue to sign the paperwork. I'm like, damn, man, hmm, man. Sick people out here, yo. Taking advantage of these elderly folks. Yo, speaking of, do you see that video a few weeks ago? I think I sent it to you. Uh, buddy at like the apartment complex. Old man went in there with the uh, toting the ratchet, bro. He went in there with the gun and he yeah. popped, buddy. I think I I need to figure out what was the uh, fallout of that because I think you know. I think it was over money. No, I'm saying like. Obviously, oh, what happened? when the cops came, you know, my money, my man's had to go to jail. You know, pops had to go to jail and shit. But he's your man. 
Nah, come on, bro. I'm just saying, like, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> we see, like, you know, Tyler Perry shit. That was just a movie, but that's just real life where people be yeah. taking advantage of the elder, taking advantage of the elderly. Yeah, and you know, I don't know anything about Buddy on that shit. Right. But I can't imagine them. You know, this is an old man at the apartment complex. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just imagining shit here, right? And whatever the case may be, he might need some work done, and they might be bullshitting. And my man was tired of that shit. He walked in there with the. T- he walked in there with a nine. That thing on him, like, yo, what's good, man? He said, you know what? Y'all he, ain't you don't have a seat. Shit. Yeah, and then Buddy sat there and he shot Buddy. <laughs> old school way, too. That's old that, school way. He that pulled that joint out of his pocket, like, yo, what, look at this. Shit remind me of Hollow Nights. <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? Caught oh, you man, stealing. With the, with the, get the gat, get the gat. Shot that man like, the, like uh, Richard Pryor shot uh, that Snaggletooth motherfucker. <laughs> 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 shit. Yeah, man. Nah, I think yeah, it's crazy how real world really is. And shout out to social media and technology bringing it to us, you know. Um, damn. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. Um, but that's all I had, bro. Um, you got anything else you want? No, nah, man. Like guy? I said, like I did want to uh, give a shout out to uh, um, Zay and Bose. The Bambino, they had um, URL PGs this weekend. Hey, yeah, shout um, out Zay. You know, I know we we talk about battle rap here and there, but you know, I did, you know Charlotte shit, I did want to shout out. You know, I think they went out there and did their thing. I'm I'm hoping, um, you know, we talk about like smacking shit all the time. I don't really know how the PGs drop, um, but I know usually I do get to see their shit when it when it finally hits uh, the YouTube shit. Yeah, because whenever Zay. You know, he always posts his shit on uh, Facebook. But, yeah, man, shout out to them and uh, the whole, like, Far Out movement and, like, you know, the whole league and shit. Um, you know, they, they trying to do big shit for the city. Fuck, yeah. Um, I was just listening to, like, the Joe Budden podcast from this weekend, and they had, like, uh, Averb on there talking about some shit. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Tonight, I might end my night with some battle rap, to be honest. Where? Shout out to you, my guy. You know, I don't know how many in my night. I might listen to some music and shit, but... Uh, you know, I hop on the Xbox sometime, and this nigga <laughs> be in there listening to some uh, some battles and shit. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Zay, man. Hey, do your thing. 3-0 that nigga. Bring it home. When you go to KOTD, 3-0 them niggas over there. Bring that shit back home, too, bro. Uh, all support from the ball headed brothers over here. And on that note, I want to thank everybody once again to uh, for listening to another episode of the Bald Headed Brothers podcast. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. Bro. And rest in peace, Gigi, too. Yeah, Very bro. gone way and too everybody early. Else on that. And everybody else, and all the families. We like once again, we praying for you. Uh, it's the Ball Bro, Alex. It's the Ball Bro, Marcus. And we out. Peace.